One thing, like I said, I've trained so many new agents. So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one -on -one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Elite Agent Secrets, which is why topic number three, it's a perfect topic of why your pipeline is everything, because when that baby is full, you can be okay walking from a deal and not having to harp on it and, and pressure somebody to go in. So let's dive into topic number three, Joe. Okay, so you, you hinted the, at this quite a few times already during the podcast. Yeah, so so there's the way I look at there's two ways of trying to approach prospects, right? If you imagine imagine that that all the prospects are each person's like in a little boat floating down a river, right? The river's their life, they're in the boat, they're floating down. So I can do two things. I can wade into the water, stick my hand straight out and say, "Hey, look at me, look at me. Do you want to buy or sell? You want to do something?" And yeah. if they're ready to buy or sell at that very moment, I might capture them. But the odds are they're not ready right that very moment because life's going on and they float right past me and I never see them again. The other way I can do it is I can get my own boat, get in the water next to them, float down the river with them, understand their life, understand their hopes and dreams, understand who they are as people, build a relationship with them. And then when they're ready to buy or sell, they look over and there I am sitting right next to them and they're ready to go. So if you, if you spend your prospecting time generating people like that, that you can float together down the river with them and build a relationship with them and know who they are and their hopes and dreams, you're going to have a lot more opportunity to list and sell property than if you do it the other way. Um, if if uh, to the, when I, newer agents spend too much time, we all, we all know what A, B, and C buyers are. I guess everybody has yeah. their own definition, but we have a general idea. Too many agents in general spend all their try time trying to convince a B to become an A. Why, why bang your head against the wall? If someone, you know, my definition of a, of a, um, a buyer is someone who's ready, willing, and able to buy right now. If they're, if they're ready, willing, and able to buy right now, they're an A. If they're a B, one of those is not there. So why would I beat my head against the wall trying to get someone who's not ready to be ready ahead of their timeline. Now you can, you, that doesn't mean you don't make an argument. You don't explain to them things they don't understand that might change their mind. And that's part of floating down the river with them is they, when they come to trust you, you can lay that out for them and they say, Oh yeah, maybe buying now makes sense or maybe selling now makes sense, but I'm not beating them over the head saying, hurry up, come on. And, you know, trying to drag them forward. I, if I fill, if I've done my work filling that pipeline, I am always going to have ready a buyers and sellers who are ready to do something. Or I can call a bunch of people who I think are bees, and in conversations with them, I'm going to realize, okay, they're not bees anymore; they're A's. So if I'm working my database and I'm filling that pipeline constantly, I'm always going to have the business that I need. It's going to be very predictable. Um, if you're not if you're not in there doing that doing that on a regular basis, you're always going to be starving. You're always going to be trying to put um, you know a square peg in a round hole because you're going to have folks 
I'm sure I'm sure you've been there back early in my career. I would have, you know, seven prospects and none of them were ready to do anything. I would convince myself one was and I would beat on them until they left and, and said, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Right. So now I try to match my intensity level to my client's intensity level, because if my client's a 10 and I'm a 10, we're going to get along great. But if they're a 10 and I'm a one, they're going to hate me. Or if they're a one and I'm a 10, they're going to hate me. I need to be with them and then ask them the question. I tell my, I tell folks, you know, I want to match my intensity level to you. So you want to so you like me and want to work with me. Where are you at now? And they'll tell me, oh, I'm like a five. Well, what would need to happen for you to not be a five, but be an eight? And when, when you've built the relationship, people will tell you. So now I've got a note I can make to say, oh, so when Bobby graduates from grammar school, that means that's time to move that they say that's a time to move forward. So now I can keep track of that and then come back and be ready. Okay. I saw Bobby graduated. You said that would make, take you from a five to an eight. Are you, are you at an eight now? Where are you at? Tell me your, your urgency level. Let's, let's see what we need to do to move you forward. And what's interesting is, you know, someone will say, Oh, I'll be ready in June. So of course you call them a couple months before June and usually they're ready earlier than they thought. But I, you know, if you build that relationship, they're going to call you when they're ready and you don't have to be the one always calling them. I love what you said there because you have, I'm a firm believer that you have to meet people where they are at, mm-hmm. right? If somebody's at a two, you can do whatever you like. They're not going to become a 10 overnight. You just, they, they just, yeah. well, I, I should say it's very rare it's almost like winning a lottery that they're going to become a 10 overnight and they're going to be ready, willing, and able. It is much easier and your time is a lot better spent getting a 7 or an 8 up to a 10 and getting them in the car because some of the subconscious decision making has already been made and they have already committed. So your best and your, 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 your best use of your time and your most efficient use of your time is going to be on the people that have already said yes to themselves before they said yes to you but i was guilty of this because i i work a lot of internet leads yeah what most people don't realize is that those leads coming in they're not even a b or c they are like cues in 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 some of these cases right where they are like nine or 12 months out the road down down the road but the thing is I'm going to be the only person that's going to stick around for long enough and is going to follow up with them, even if it's, you know, not as frequent as maybe some people would, but I'm going to stay consistent. I, I, I just put something under contract a little later today. Somebody been following up with for almost 12 months. And I say almost is because their lease is over in about a month and a half. And I just got them on the contract. Mm-hmm. Most people were like, oh, well, they're a renter. Okay, I'll talk to them next year. Yeah. Nah, you got to talk to them over the next year. So then when they're ready to go, you get that Funko out of the blue saying, hey, Pete, hey, Joe, I'm ready. What do you got for me? Right. And then at the same time, I mean, look, we just had a fairly recent, you know, bunch of things happen. We got holidays happening, Super Bowls happening. New Year's, Valentine's Day, uh, July 4th is coming up, right? 
These are all good excuses to be like, hey, what's up? I'm here. By the way, what do you do for work? Oh, I'm in real estate. The market's incredible, even if the world's crashing down. It's always a great time to buy and sell real estate, right? And just getting those conversations going. It's, it's all about really having a genuine, authentic conversation to connect with somebody and just seeing where they're at. Not, oh my God, you're buying? Who do you know who's buying? Are you buying? Are they buying? Do you have friends who are buying? Uh, slow it down, speedy. It's okay. You can say, hey, just out of curiosity, it doesn't seem like you're, you're really wanting to go look right now, like on a scale zero to a 10. Where are you? It's okay if you're a two. Just, just kind of give you an idea because I don't want to harass you like the used car salespeople or the used car warranty people over the next few months. But I'd love to just grab a coffee. You know, and then I started doing this recently um, because why the hell not? We're already going to these things, but there's things that are around my town. And even though somebody's not in my town, I say, hey, not sure if you're interested in this. I'm going um, to the festival or, you know, there's like a amphitheater performance by someone that nobody knows. Uh the thing is, I'm thinking of somebody, I'm inviting them somewhere. Now mm-hmm. they're they're not associating me only with that thing, okay, real estate. And it's a relationship building thing. We're just asking somebody, you know, go out and grab a coffee, go out to dinner or whatever it may be. Hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know, if you would like access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets.com slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. You're making a really good point. One thing, like I said, I've trained so many new agents and and they're there's a large number, as we all know, that don't make it in our industry because they don't, they don't want to put in the work or they don't get the training that they need. And the one thing I see over and over again with a lot of, with a lot of younger agents who are trying to establish themselves is when they sit down to do prospecting, they put way too much pressure on themselves that they're going to turn every call into a buyer or seller. Yes. When, when I'm calling folks, my only goal is to find some point of um, commonality where, where I can start building, you know, a hook to start hanging that relationship on and having an agreement that they're going to be okay with me calling them again. Right. So like the, let's, let's say that's the example you gave before. Oh man, we're, you know, we just came out of bankruptcy. We're three years away from, from being able to buy. And, you know, it's like, well, you know, can we talk about uh, where you live, where you went to school, where, you know, you're familiar with Ford, um, family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. If you're, you're looking for those things to try and find some place where I want to talk about anything but real estate with someone like that and have them get to know me, get some notes about their family, get, some, you know, take some notes about what they're doing. Oh, they're, you know, People will tell you all sorts of stuff if you're low pressure and and just get a conversation going. And I and then at the end, it's like, look, I know you're not looking to um, to do anything right now. You're probably a couple of years away. But you know what? I want to be your real estate guy. If you've got questions about some house or you see something online, shoot me a text. I'm happy to, to look it up for you. Hey, if it's all right with you, I'm going to be calling you maybe every six months or so. 
And they're like, okay, because no one believes you're going to actually call in six months. So everybody's like, yeah, sure, you can do that. And it opens the door and then you call them. And let's say, let's say that you get busy and you don't call them for a year. But when I call them, I say, hey, we talked about a year ago and uh, I told you I'd be calling you periodically. So here it's been a year. I'm calling for a year checkup. No one's going to remember that you told them you were going to call them in six months. Oh, you didn't call me in six months. They, they're living their life floating down the river. You're trying to get in the boat next to them. You just get on the phone and you talk to them and you try to talk about something that will that makes them smile. And if you can make them smile on every call, eventually they're probably going to do business with you. See, the thing is, they're not even fucking knocking down your door either, calling you in six months saying, bro, you didn't yeah. call me in six months. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so I I think I think that's the, the the craziest part is we make things out to be that are really not there for us to make out to be right. We we get all up in our heads. We we overthink shit, and instead of just picking up the phone and saying, "Hey, what's up?" like you talked to them yesterday, and just having a regular care conversation or the Ford conversation, which which you're right. Ford, it's friends and family. O is for occupation. R is for recreation. D is for dreams, right? Um, just writing things down and showing them that you care. I think that's the biggest thing, which that's how you fill your pipeline. Your your pipeline is you genuinely caring about people that are in your life. Now, you may not care about all of them. That's okay. You don't, you don't have to love all your clients. There's going to be a few... That you are like, oh, don't call them. Don't reach out to them. They're not knocking you on your door. They may call you for the next transaction, very unlikely. But they may call you for the next transaction. You may have to deal with them again. But what if you press a reset on that relationship? And then all of a sudden, you gave them another shot. Maybe they were just going through a lot of pressure. Things were, you know, rocking and world was, quote unquote, clashing down. It was something that they were just you know not accustomed to and they've grown over the years you just never know right that's why i always say give give everybody deserves a second and maybe even a third chance don't forget but do forgive because let go of of you know of the story that we hold on to because it doesn't serve us that's how you fill your pipeline and that's how you have you know fun with your business that's how you're here for 27 plus years that's how you're able to start a brokerage and over and over and over again and with that being said joe i want to give you kind of the floor as we wrap up today's episode what do you have going on how can people get in touch whether they're buying or selling in tennessee or maybe looking for a new home to call home how can they get in touch with you yeah so um in anywhere in the country everybody knows someone who's moving to nashville and middle tennessee and I serve all of Middle Tennessee, including Nashville. So um, you can go to my website, HafnerRealEstate.com. You can uh, email me at uh, Joe at HafnerRealEstate.com. You can call me. Uh, my number is 615-585-5550. That's my cell phone. Um, call, text, whatever. Anybody, um, I was talking about the core values. It's very interesting how my approach to my pipeline and building my business it all goes back to those core values in fact I'll, I'll just show you real quick here this is something this is the sheet i go over with everybody that goes over that goes over all my core values i sit down with everybody who comes in 
who's thinking of doing business with us and share that with them. And if folks email me and they, I can send them an electronic copy of that, if agents want to see what that looks like, because that is truly, I can't emphasize this enough. That is truly the main building, the foundation of my whole business is that core value. So um, yeah, check me out where I'm, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, uh, got a Google business page over there. If you look up Hafner real estate, you know, just text me, email me. I'm, I'm uh, like I said, I'm a big believer of helping the people God puts in front of me. That includes agents. If they have questions or I can help them with a, you know, with a script or something like that, I'm happy. I'm happy to do it. Just uh, touch base with me. And if you want to send me, um, if you want to text me or email me your contact info, I have a database of agents that, uh, that I, I'm always building for referrals around the country. And that's one of my, in 2023, that's one of our points of focus is to find agent partners to refer business back and forth. And like I said, if you don't know anybody in Middle Tennessee, we will do a great job and treat your clients like family and get them out here to, you know, help them buy or sell or whatever they're doing or invest for that matter. Um, we help That's people amazing. find properties to flip, all that stuff, anything in real estate. So there I'll, you go. Just like, just like I said earlier, like I tell my clients, I want to be your real estate guy. So if I want to be your Tennessee real estate guy. You got questions about it. Just give me a call or shoot me a text and I'm happy to, to talk to anybody. There you go. I love it. So Joe, for a surprise segment that we have at the end of every single show, I'm going to ask you three rapid fire questions. Super concise, clean, clear answers, whatever comes to your mind. There is no right or wrong answer. You ready for question number one? I'll do my best, but I'll warn you, I have trouble being concise. So go ahead. All right. <laughs> Either a person you're learning from a book you're reading, a podcast you're listening to, a YouTube channel you're tuning in, something you're you're, you're doing uh, to grow your business today. Something I'm doing to grow my business. Um, I am investing a lot of time in video right now, really building my video library of, um, see, I have trouble being concise. You wanted me to be concise. I can't help it. Um, I'll tell you three things I'm doing. One is I am doing uh, interviews with folks where I have I have a microphone that has my love my company logo on. I'll say it's called What I Love About Middle Tennessee, and they tell me about their school, their uh, business, um, a park, a community. What do you love about that? And they tell me about that, and I'm getting those on my website so that when the search engines come in, they'll find those. I'm also doing I call it Raise Your Real Estate IQ, where I talk about a topic to get people to see it anyway. And then we do real estate tips, homeownership tips. And it's all on my website. So when people are searching, that stuff will pop up and drive them to the website. Love it. Question number two, what is your goal for the next 12 months? So um, my goal for the next 12 months is to do 25 more transactions than I did last year in buyers and sellers, to do five more flips than I did last year, and to uh, own at least two pieces of rental property. Ooh, love it. What do you think is going to be stopping you from doing that? Nothing's going to stop me from doing that because I'm going to do what you need to do to do it. Damn, mic drop. See, and you said you couldn't be concise. There you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. And for everybody else, 
We'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. 